Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagles Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at OCOcean.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. La, 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 Yeah. It's time for Moneyline, your place to be for the madness of March, with your host, Kevin Walsh. The cap is still there, but the price is still good. I'm going to bet this. I went a little 3-0 on a three-pack of college basketball. It was a nice weekend in that way. I mean, listen, I'm an eligible bachelor, so. And Donnie Wrightside. Now, hold, like, I love slander. Like, slander is so much fun. Like, nobody was defending the wide out. What a 15-yard out. Like, thank God. Like, I, I don't think I could make it in this world anymore. One minute, I'd be like, I'm out of questions for this girl. I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, what did you think about the game last night? That's minute number two already. On Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, channel 159. We are dancing again. Thursday show edition. I'm excited, K-Dub. It's Moneyline. The people out there, they want to know who we rolling with tonight. How are we going to break these games down? How much fun are we going to have? And also, how late is DRS staying up tonight? That's the question. Now, that is a good question. Yeah, I mean, it is. Do, do you attack that topic right away, or do you store that away? I, I mean, because that, that is a hot-button issue right there that I hadn't even considered. Yeah, and here's the problem. Like, I, I, there are a little bit of futures riding on tonight's games and some fun. Uh, tomorrow is a Friday, so maybe you can say, you know, suck it up for one night. I got an answer for you right away on this. Mm. There's no way I'm going to see the tip time for Gonzaga-UCLA. Mm. I mean, that's for sure, but... I do really, um, you know, looking forward to that Arkansas-Connecticut game from a, a multitude of standpoints. But I feel like sort of, dang, like why can't that Gonzaga-UCLA game be like the Friday night game or on Saturday? Because that game is going to be so much fun, and I'm not going to even whiff that first, you know, tip-off at that game. No shot. Yeah, like I no had shot. someone actually say to me, why is the best game in the like the Sweet 16 on a 10 p.m. Thursday night? And you can try and say, oh, they're two West Coast teams, but these are now kind of beyond uh, locations, right? Type of thing like that. That's not really uh, all too relevant. How can we also ditch kind of the early games as soon as we get to the Sweet 16? What's that about? (laughs) Yeah, it's so important that we, you don't like mix and match games that now like, hey, no, I throw them all together. Just put them all in there in prime time and have people fight it out on which game they actually want to watch. I don't, I don't know what the reasoning is, but I'm pretty sure 
the people making the decisions didn't just say, I, I think this makes some sense. Like, no, there's a formula for why these games are being played this way and not let you say 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 8 o'clock. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I and I don't know if it's just kind of it's two game sessions and well, I, I yeah, like you said, I, I'm not I'm not sure really what it is, but like part of the draw of March Madness is last week at this time there were games on, mm-hmm. so it's interesting that we then a week later it's like yeah we're gonna play every game on at the same time. No, I know, and you sort of fit, now granted in this day and age it's not really that hard to. Make sure you find like you know the channels that you want and stuff. But it is interesting. It, it's sort of, sort of endearing though, also because they're all good games. It's like the NFL on a Sunday, right? Like, hey man, it's a lot of good games at one o'clock, a couple at four o'clock. Like we're used to watching it spread out all the way through. But you're, there might have been a charm though too. Hey, you know what? Let's run this thing back on Thursday and Friday. You know, twelve o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock, and then eight o'clock, something like that. That would be awesome in the afternoon, but. And nobody would get any work done, I guess. So who knows? Maybe they expand to, you know, 128 teams. And that way we just got an, an extra mm. round of insane game totals. You know what I mean? Yes. Pump up the, the volume. No, that's what I liked about the best, too. Is, uh, for some reason, we are so built as, like, a society to hate on, like, new stuff, even though we would love it. Like, man, more teams in the baseball playoffs. That's terrible. I liked it when nobody made the playoffs except for one team for me. You know what I mean? Like, what, like I have to feel like some – because you see it now, like – 68 is plenty. You put 98 in there. You're telling me we're going to get more basketball games? I don't want that. What? Are you – like, I don't even understand, like, some of the angles that the people play on that. The Well, look again. Go, go, 90 teams is just, like, such an insane number. But I guess to, to the point – there's 363 eligible teams every year. So 90's not – actually, no, now I'd have to look this up. Does college basketball have the fewest uh, by percentage of teams that make it other than college football? I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting topic, though. I'm not, I'm not sure of that there. But I did see, like, there was a reason – the reason behind it is they wanted to make sure it was, like, what, 25% of the team – something got in there, which technically does make sense, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you have three – like, think of the way we view, Kevin, professional sports. Let's just go with the NFL, right? 32 teams, 14 make it in the playoffs. And I love every bit of that. That's close to 50%. So why would we be hating on, like – March Madness, if they want to get 100 teams in out of 363. Yeah, that's it's because it's just such an astronomical number. I think part of the other reason is if I right now made you name, name every NFL team, you could. Every NBA mm-hmm. team, you could. Every baseball team, you could. 363, yeah. how many college basketball teams can you name? And, and your, whatever your number is know that that's probably far higher than most people, right? So yeah. I think that would be the answer. Yeah, and again, I'm not – I I love – 68 teams is perfect. If they went to 74, 84, I would be fine with it as well. And again, for me, being a curmudgeon on a lot of things, I don't hate that. It's like like even like the NFL. Like, oh, they're not in another wild card? Maybe the greatest thing they've ever done in the NFL. Like, what are we talking about here? Doing baseball. Do you remember the 2020 pandemic season where everybody got in the playoffs? Yeah, that stu- Yeah, that really stunk. More games. You had like seven games on a playoff day. Afternoon, right through night. I don't like that. I like when there's one game on. Stop the madness. We'll be right back. More madness on the way. Right here on Money. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in the Money Line, our number one. Series XM Channel 159. The phone line's open as usual, 844-843-6879. If you wondered where the last 20 minutes of yesterday's show went, we do too. Because we had so much energy mm-hmm. that we broke the network here. So make sure you get your phone calls in earlier as you were probably trying to dial in. Hey, man, where's your show at? At least let me get on there by myself. Now, as we talk about broken shows, Kevin, we've been in the content game, you for a couple months, me for decades. Oh, my gosh. Is that true? Like is that not true? Going. I mean, I come on. Don't like, I mean, it's, especially in the eyes of sports grid, I mean, you're basically – because. That's all that matters is sports. I mean, you're basically a young pup. I've been teaching nah. the ropes for a while now. I mean, some people are saying like, the only reason the early line continued is because your boy came in here, but we'll leave that for another day. Now, mm. you know SVP, right? I love SVP. Scott Van Pelt, fantastic. I loved Rusillo and Van Pelt. Rusillo went his own way. Van Pelt, superstar. Almost gets that same feel of like, you know, Mike and Mike in the morning where Greenberg's like, yeah, I want out of this thing and gets his own thing and he's a star there and keeps going. But last night, something happened. The reason I can... You know, the people listening will like this story. Maybe they probably already saw it or heard about it through social media or actually watched SportsCenter last night. Kevin, they opened up the show yesterday. And, you know, the SVP SportsCenter is him. And then Stanford Steve comes in, sits next to him. They kick it. It's a, it's a great show because it's not SportsCenter, even though it is. They just riff and have fun and go over highlights, make some jokes, get an interview in. And, and it's great television. It really is. Kevin, halfway through the show, his voice gave out. Gone. No. Gone. When I, t- when I tell you about it, you could, it was almost like from the start of the show, every five minutes, you're like, oh, is he like sick or something? He kept explaining, I'm not sick, but I've never had this before. I lost my voice. So his voice is getting weaker as the show goes on to the point where Kevin, like highlights are run. He's going, I got nothing. I got nothing. Oh, my and, gosh. But nobody came in for him. And like Stanford Steve was still there, but he was probably like, I'm not taking the show over. And he gutted out, like, the. I'm telling you, Kevin, 15 minutes of live TV where you didn't know if the next word you were just going to lose it completely. You mm-hmm. could barely understand him, and all he did was gut out. He was on Twitter. He was, like, saying, hey, guys, 
you know, thanks for keeping up with me, but we tried to gut that one out. Not the flu game, like tremendous stuff over here. But at the same time, a couple of said, like, hey, you know what? We know you weren't sick to start the show. You said you weren't sick. And you're like, man, I never had just my voice give way where I couldn't mm-hmm. talk. But ESPN has thousands of employees. And not to say that they're on call and like it's right. a Broadway show, right? You just can run back out there and change chairs. But it was wild to see where he was. It wasn't like, Kevin, you could just take a drink of water like you're coughing. He, he didn't have a voice anymore and still did like an extra 20 minutes. So that is a very... I'm trying to, you know, think back through my many, many moons of, you know, repetitions and history, right? So I've been dealing with a nonsensical cough for a little while now, as <laughs> you've got a real kick out of. Um, yeah. But as you said, like, if all of a sudden I tapped you on the shoulder during this show today, and I'm like, DRS, the cough got me. You wouldn't be like, huh? Like, knew that was coming. Because yeah. you, you find it funny now because you keep telling me I'm old and this cough yes. is going to stay forever. Yeah. I did have one, it was a solo, I was calling like a radio game, um, or a soccer game for like a radio broadcast, mm-hmm. and I don't know, but I had to drink, uh, honestly, maybe six water bottles to get through the game. It was just like every time I talked, it was just my voice was completely drying out. <laughs> like, I don't know if they don't have water over there in the building or something, but, man, that sounds like a real extreme end of it. Yeah, because like, with the time, like, in the afternoon, I don't use my cough button at all. Like, I don't need it because, you know, you're, you're not on camera, but my voice is warmed up from doing, you know, a few hours of video combined in the morning and you get loose. But if I didn't have, like, if I don't have my cough button on the morning show, I must hit that thing 35 times a show to clear my throat. Now, I'm not sick, but it's just that your voice isn't warmed up to keep firing. And also at the same time, the minute you get done talking, I push the cough button just to clear my throat to make sure the next time I talk, it's not there. Because we've all been, I've been been on air before going, you know what, it's tea. You can't just clear your throat when you're by yourself repeatedly on TV. So you get that feeling, then it creeps in the back of my mind. Oh, no, let me clear it now. That didn't work. Now I'm here just coughing. I need to take yeah. a drink of water. I mean, we've all been in that spot. But never before is it like, hey, guys, I need a lifeline. Uh, hey, keep the cameras rolling here. This is fantastic stuff. But, you know, a little uh, explain yourself. I, I would personally be sending Steve's way. You know, <laughs> st- I mean, like, I'm, I mean, I'm struggling here. I'm tapping you on the arm. And you, you can't pick me up and carry Man. me across the finish line? Yeah, like, and you don't have to, to you know, get us in and out of breaks per se. But hey, look, the highlights are up here. Just give me a couple minutes for it, like, or just give me a minute so I can like save up and be like, oh, that was a great game. And then like you talk again. But I mean, his. But again, you, I watched it because it comes on back to back in the morning. I watched it through the first like fifteen minutes, and you could slowly hear it like go downhill. But I wanted to hear it like at the beginning of the show. I was like, "Wow!" Like this was not something where it's like, "Hey, you know what? Let's make this call five minutes before the show, guys." I don't have a voice. I can't go on. This was my voice is fine. All of a sudden, oh no, I don't know what's happening here. But they're like, "Yeah, we're not calling anybody, and nobody's saving you, and you got another twenty minutes, pal." Yeah, that, I get. I don't even understand how. You, here's my thing, though. You either have your voice or you don't. Like, I don't necessarily, like, I mean, again, I say this as someone that, I mean, people heard me at it like the Super Bowl, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I know you can gut through it, but it, I haven't seen the clip, obviously. This sounds yeah. like the extreme end where it's like, there's no gutting through this. I just can't talk. Like, enjoy yeah. these highlights, and then I'll let you know when we're back from break. I, I don't even yes. know 
like uh, how you find that that balance of it there, which is the very nice thing about doing the you know a show with with someone who you can throw to. Mm-hmm. Is if it, now I mean DRS very rarely has ever like tapped me on the shoulder, but yeah, the the rare times and vice versa. Yeah, it's like we we I actually get a kick out of it. Like, as long as it's not me, I get a kick out of it. Like oh no, my voice is going. But as long as Kev's voice is going, I mean, it's all good in the atmosphere. And throw that spotlight on me. I'll carry this show and get it going here. And that's the way I like to see it. You know what I mean? So that's the way we get yeah. down. Let's uh-huh. get to the phone lines here. 844-843-6879. Gary from Texas on the line on a Thursday. Gary, what you got? Well, nothing much. Uh, I was loving hearing you talk about, you know, Scott Van Pelt and everything. You know, one of the sections, I know you all have talked about it before, and maybe there's another show, but uh, I know you've talked about it. I love the, the Monday night during the football season, actually almost any time the bad beach section. I mean, you know, it, it, it reminds me of things maybe I lost that week, but that's absolutely incredible, the bad beach section that he has. And then he's usually on Sunday night. Now, I haven't listened quite so much. I didn't hear last night, but, I mean, I, I, do, I do love me some – some Scott Van Pelt. And uh, one more thing. I was going to tell you on the Twitter sphere, you know, they're, they're talking about, you know, uh, they're talking about the morning line and everything. And I, I never see y'all on TV, so I don't know which is which, but they mentioned that, uh, that, that, that one, of you, uh, one of you has hot takes and the other guy wears glasses. So, you know, I, I, yes. I don't know which one that is. Yeah, I, I know. That? That's what I heard, that, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's, that's the power of the people talking right there. It is. I mean, that's that's what generally people understand the morning show to be. One guy bringing that heat, the other guy who's like a friend of the program. Yeah. And we all need friends, so that's good. There you go. Oh, man. Gary, by the way, who you got in basketball tonight? Got any thoughts? <laughs> give, me, give me a winner tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm about to fade this pick. Go ahead. Uh, winner tonight. Uh, let me get my, my exact thing out here. Okay, yeah, because that plays tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Gonzaga tonight. I mean, they do play tonight, correct? Yeah, it's a good game. It is a good game. One and a half. Points. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I like Gonzaga tonight, and I like Michigan State. You know, those are kind of my two picks for tonight. I'm not, you know, you remember, you, you don't have to bet everything, but, but you can, of course. Yeah. But, so I don't really bet every game. There we go. So a little sweet 16 action there from Gary. By the way, that Michigan State game, Kevin, I'm coming around on Michigan State. I hate that team, but I, like, I can't let my hatred get in the way where I actually – I think they win this game when looking at my brackets. Probably shouldn't win it, but I think they do. <laughs> Michigan State on Broadway, man. I mean, yeah, man. Go. You get to that point in the calendar. Like, do I really care about my brackets as I Yeah. Care? Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the way it is here. That's the way it's going to be. Our number one flowing through college basketball, NBA action. Hot topics, it's right here. Keep it. Sirius XM Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Money Line with Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Oh, you are locked into the Money Line. Get ready, people, because why? Sweet 16 tonight and tomorrow. What a Thursday, Friday, as we move forward to getting closer and closer to crowning a national champion here. Now, tonight, game one, 6.30 p.m. from the Garden, Michigan State, Kansas State, 7.15, Arkansas, Connecticut, out there on the West Coast, which is actually, what, Vegas two hours behind or three? I always get that confused. It's got to be three, right? I think, think, isn't Arizona two? And Arizona is too. Is yeah. Vegas maybe like depend? Like does Nevada depend on the the city? Obviously, which then you're just asking Vegas. But is is, is one of those? Not Vegas, Vegas is three. Right? Yeah, because I sometimes I get that confused. I think it's Arizona. Arizona, I don't think even does. Uh, it's like they like savings. Zone, I want right? to say right. Yeah, something. It's just odd like that. But okay. 415 started on the West Coast, Arkansas, Connecticut. Then back to the East Coast, Florida, Atlantic, and Tennessee. And Gonzaga and UCLA 945 start out there on the West Coast. I'm going to enjoy the, like, because, again, when the later you get in the season, the playoffs, this is basically what it is, right? Like, the NFL playoffs are sensational. The hockey playoffs, great. Baseball playoffs, great. NBA playoffs, great. This is what we look forward to. And this is like that sweet spot this week, right? The excitement of last week, yeah, some teams probably technically shouldn't be in the tournament and played. We did see some upsets, granted, but you feel like you're getting the best punches now, like the heavyweights. Now, granted, he's all done in Florida Atlantic and in Princeton. I get that. There's always going to be those type of teams. But you feel like you're getting the creme de la creme this week, and we should get some good action. And again, looks like we're getting rewarded, especially tonight, Kevin. FanDuel Sportsbook, Michigan State, minus one and a half. Connecticut, minus four and a half. Uh, Tennessee, minus four and a half. Gonzaga, UCLA, one and a half. Like, we're not getting the, hey, 17 and a half, 22 and a half. So we're expecting to get some really good games tonight. Absolutely, right? You know, the biggest line, there's a 15 seed here, so you're flirting with one line near double digits, right? Batman, Houston are strong favorites, but Mm. they've been viewed as these, you know, such elite basketball teams. And again, all you can do is get to that seven and a half there. Yeah, you see tonight's slate, right? It's like, woof, what's your upset here? A four-point team winning? I got, you know, a four-point dog? It's not even, you know, monstrous in, in that way. So, uh, which is great. It, it provides a lot of exciting basketball. It does, though, continue to beg the question that you have kept kind of asking this week, almost in passing of, hey, what's the upset? What's the result that's still... Because one upset will shock, right? Yeah. And in some way, like, Michigan State... Kansas State, neither team is the is even eligible, basically on an answer sheet there, right? Correct. Yeah. So that's where it gets really, really interesting. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, totals here, 138.5, 139.5, 129.5, 144 and a half. So we're not getting those space cadet games. I like to call them like 155 or higher, just crazy up and down action. So right in that sweet spot, a little bit slower there in Florida, Atlantic, Tennessee. And that's the game. If I'm looking at every game, Kevin – 
Michigan State, Kansas State, it's not saying like, oh, I'm going to take the easy way out. That's a coin flip. And I'm actually leaning more towards Michigan State as I look at it. But again, you look at these numbers, you could fight and make a great argument for both teams. Neutral court, it's basically a pick em. When I look at that Florida Atlantic-Tennessee game, it's one of those outcomes where I go, Florida Atlantic just beat Tennessee. I go, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good basketball team, man. See how many wins they got, how many times they covered the spread. Vegas maybe not catching up with them per se. And then I could be like, okay, Tennessee 60, Florida Atlantic uh, 49. I'm like, yeah, well, what did you expect? It's Tennessee, the best defense going against a non-Power 5 school. I'm having trouble with that one, which is why I'm actually most interested technically in that game because I do have a little bit on Florida Atlantic at 5.5. It's mm-hmm. fascinating to me like because I honestly don't know what's going to happen, and I want to tune in and just cheer for FBA. Like, yeah, that's right, Tennessee. You're not just going to roll them by 15 points because you're an SEC team. Yeah, so for, for me, I have, you know, I, I use kind of, I don't have a system uh, as narrowed in the way that you do on Ken Palm, right? You have four or five categories you always talk about that you really, really trust. For mm-hmm. me, I... And it's not as if I've perfected it, right? But I, I, I try and take teams that are elite in a category. Some are obviously elite in both offense and defense, but there's plenty of teams in college basketball that are really elite on one end of that. And then I like to see how a team or a specific player performs against that type of opponent, right? So for FAU, it would be, all right, let me see how their best player or how they as a team has performed against Elite, elite, elite defenses. They haven't played any. They yeah. played one. It was North Texas. And, I mean, the game was an under, right? But, first of all, a one-game sample size is never going to be enough for, for really anything, right? And, secondly, North Texas is one of the biggest anomalies in college basketball. Luckily, not that I couldn't <laughs> have noticed this myself by looking at yeah. it, but thanks to you... I'm, I'm more than familiar with North Texas knowing 50-46, that game might have just snuck under the total, right, with yeah. the way that that team plays basketball there. So yep. I, was, I currently have no bets in FAU and Tennessee, and, and I might not have any. It, it's just one of those things where I, I don't have enough of a sample size of FAU playing a team that is comparable at all, really, to uh, the Vols. Yeah, no, I believe, I, I believe that there. It's, it's a tough one to gauge because, again, you could. it's one of those games where you say to yourself, like, yeah, Tennessee was supposed to blow them out. Or, That's why Florida Atlantic's there. You didn't believe in them, and they're a really good basketball team. They won outright mm-hmm. over Tennessee. It'll be interesting, obviously, to see how that plays out. UConn here, that four-and-a-half-point number now at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I did take a uh, parlay also, uh, money lines that starts tonight. I did take UConn on the money line and paired it up with Texas uh, on Friday. And again, playing off these teams where I have them to advance, it's nice because I'm almost at the point, too. I'm not thinking about hedging anything, which would mean like, okay, why don't I take 50 bucks money line and go Arkansas or 50 bucks money line and, you know, take Xavier, per se, against Texas. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. I don't want to do that because I'm in control right now, right? Like, I have the two teams that are favored by close to five points. And I do think those two teams are better and let them roll out. I just want to see if it gets interesting where, let's just say, UConn wins tonight, Texas wins, uh, Alabama wins. Will I be tempted? Because I do like to hedge bets, but I feel like I am already have sort of a hedge bet because I, I can't win three of these bets. I can only win one of them. And it'll be interesting to see if like Alabama lines up against Texas, let's per se, in the final, what I would do with that. Because you're technically hedged anyway, because mm-hmm. you're going to get plus money no matter what happens. That's the goal, but we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, but when, and obviously, I mean, look, you're you more than know what you're doing, but obviously, for anybody out there that maybe hasn't got down in, in March Madness futures, right? It, it's not that you're able to hold up an Alabama ticket at the end and say, "Oh, bang! I just won eight hundred bucks." Right? There's yeah cost that you have to factor in with mm-hmm. the other tickets that you yeah. already played. So yeah, we can't just start grabbing Xavier money line and San Diego exactly. State money line. And- no, hold on, I didn't win any money in Alabama <laughs> one. Like that was the, the hell was the goal? <laughs> I went twenty bucks. I, I, I lost I, money in Alabama one. Congratulations, <laughs> Donnie. Yeah, ex- exactly. Now the one thing is, and it's not that it's a bad thing, right? But odds are you will not get all three teams into the next round. Correct. Right. Yes. But yes. that's but it's such a weird thing to say. Somehow odds are you won't get all three teams into the next round, but you have three, relatively speaking, decent sized favorites here in this round. Like you really should get two teams into the elite yes. eight, which yes. I think you would have taken right at the beginning of the Correct. round of, of sixty four. Yeah, the best case scenario is everybody gets to the final four, but obviously, mm. you know, things play into that. Upsets happen. <laughs> Even if you again, you say, hey, you know what? You know, I love this, Kevin. To take all number one seeds to get to the final four, well, or get to win it, right? You say, well, I'm already down two, and that's the number one seeds. Yep. So you're trying to play it off as what your price you were going to get, and also the type of matchups that you would get. So I'm happy if you would have told me before the tournament started, hey, Donnie, you're going to have three teams in the Sweet 16, all three favored by five plus points. That's perfect, because what's the scenario you're usually looking at? All right, I got three teams left, two or five-point underdogs. Like, oh, no. Like, I might, I, like, I'd be lucky to get one team in the Final Four, and I'm not looking at it that way. Would love it. Give me three teams in the Final Four. Awesome. Get me two. Like, if I just had, let's just say, Texas and Alabama there. Like, okay, I would deal with that. Would love to get more than that in there, but we'll see what happens. But I'm at that point where it's like, okay. Do I actually want to throw like a, a say? You know what? Ooh, you know, let me throw a hundred bucks on Houston just to make sense. Like, you know what I mean? Just to just have like a backup plan in case Texas gets dumped by Houston, and then I'm not so mad if Houston ends up knocking off like Alabama or something like that. Yeah, I, I think like you said, you're not you're not at that point yet. Because also, even though we both just said odds are one of them loses, maybe not. I mean, I mean, you could be flirting with nearly fifty percent of the field. Mm-hmm. In the Elite Eight, right? So, yeah, I don't think you're you're in as good of a position as you know you could have reasonably expected uh, with with all these games. You didn't. But the one thing is, I will say, because and mainly because I respect Arkansas a lot, you didn't get a lot of breaks. I don't think, at least, maybe you could argue Bama avoiding either Arizona uh, or yeah. Baylor, but Creighton is far better than a six. We yeah. know that Arkansas is much better than an eight. We know that, right? Texas is playing the three-seeded Xavier. And it's just you have monsters on the other end of it there. But, I mean, that's the tournament, though, right? What were you going to play? Oh, double-digit seeds the entire way. Yeah, no, you're right. By the way, quick updates here. Uh, Major League Baseball news. Uh, spring training, Reese Hoskins carried or driven off the field on a cart. Looks like a bad left knee injury for him. So maybe oh losing a good player before the season even starts. Looks like that's going to happen. Whether or not you played in the WBC, whether or not you're washing your car, or preseason game, exhibition game, spring training, that could be a tough injury for the fight and fill. So we'll keep an eye on that here. And also uh, news coming through. By the way, the Giants made a signing here of um, Jamison Crowder, which I don't mind. Very low-risk, high-reward. I was always a Jamison Crowder guy, too. Ooh. Even leaving the Jets just didn't work out in Buffalo, got Ooh. injured. So, mm. 
Right. Interesting stuff all yeah, the way through. Big news coming out, though, Donnie. Big news coming ah, out. Ah, Bronnie. Oh, yeah, like Bronnie oh, after oh, the year. Whoa. No, wait, what are you reading? Oh, is that what, what I was reading? What are you reading? Is that what I was reading here? We'll be back. What is this LeBron news? <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. All right, we're getting some news here across the wire a couple different ways. Doesn't look good from Reese Hoskins' angle here. Maybe a devastating knee injury, which might sideline him for the season. Don't want to speculate, but never good when the EMTs come out, Kevin. Uh, everybody's down on one knee, and the cart comes out, and you get driven away. That's usually not a good sign here. Secondarily here, behind Reese Hoskins, because that's the top injury news of the day, LeBron James <laughs> with some injury news here. Looks like the Los Angeles Lakers star hopes to make his return in the final few games of the regular season. So there you go. Bron coming back, and Austin Reeves like, why? What's the point here? Okay, which, by the way, apparently like that, uh, someone out there basically, we don't need to name names, has like a clip circulating when they're like, well, what, what, what exactly do you do now that LeBron could be on mm. his way back with how good Austin Reeves True. is playing, which is obviously knuckleheaded nonsense there. Mm. As far as the, the thing goes with LeBron, yeah. one thing that does catch the eye, obviously, very open-ended, very in terms of like no real date, right? LeBron yes. wants to play in the final few games. That doesn't do much, and I think that will be a moving target based on how much they think they actually need him. Which, again, you and I talked this morning. It's a light schedule coming up. It's a I shouldn't say light schedule because that makes them sound better than they are. But yeah. they have a, they have a lot of opportunities coming up the Lakers to where they should be able to bring LeBron back to solidify things, not to save things, which is a massive distinction, right? Yeah. And I think the, the the biggest, biggest takeaway here for me is LeBron should be available for any play-in or playoff games, which is obviously the main target for the Lakers. 
Yeah, the update is he's coming back, and when he does come yeah. back, he's going to be fine, and he's going to be back sooner than later. That's what I'm getting out of that. That wasn't reevaluate, tweak in the process, uh, ankle not responding, foot still sore, worked out yesterday, didn't go that well. You didn't get any of that. So looks like he is mm-hmm. on the mend. NFL news here. Take what you want from this, because this stuff gets me excited. From Aaron Wilson, Cardinals DeAndre Hopkins trade market is headlined by the Buffalo Bills per mm. NFL sources. Five-time Pro Bowl selection has plenty of interest on the trade market, but financial expectations might impact any further interest from the Chiefs. Ravens, not among the bidders. <laughs> it's a joke. Now, I mean, re- now, well, hold on, because I'm just I want to set this up for on a tee. Because do you see this wasn't where the Ravens are going like, yeah, you know, that's just not our philosophy to get like wide receivers. We spend elsewhere. But that actually intertwined into the Ravens are letting be known like we don't have any money for DeAndre Hopkins. That's what I how I read that. Yeah. Not as, oh, it's not a good fit or this or that. That just basically says behind the scenes, we told you if we pay Lamar, we can't get anybody. So we're not gonna pursue DeAndre Hopkins. Jeez. I, I really can't believe the the way that this team operates here because here's what I want to say with the teams that you just listed the the two that Mm -hmm. stand out to me alongside the Ravens are the Bills and the Chiefs so what you can't do is pass this off as look man Hopkins is probably washed and realistically it's a lot of desperate football teams trying to bring him in no 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 it's it's the best teams in football that are trying to bring in DeAndre Hopkins and the Ravens want none of that you know how embarrassing that is? Again, I, I have been harping on this for so long now. I have no idea why Lamar would ever want to be in Baltimore. Like, the, like Baltimore should be like, man, the only way we're ever going to get this guy to agree to play another down is if we give him the craziest contract of all time. Because we're really giving him no real opportunities out here. Because every running back that's good is because they play next to Lamar. And we have zero wide receivers on our football team. Well, I mean, also, how about this? Okay, a little bit of bad blood. And I'm because there's probably a not because financial, you know, th- apologies, as I like to say, make up for a lot. Like, hey, Lamar, I know you hate us. We hate you. How about we give you a fully guaranteed contract? Man, psh, this is the place I always wanted to be. What a great sport. What a great team. Can't wait to get back. Having said that, how does this work out for Lamar? Hey, by the way, Lamar, you know we mm-hmm. offered you more money than anybody else is going to give you out here. Uh, I'm just going to let you know ahead of time. The next two minutes, you're going to see Adam Schefter tweet out, we just traded for DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I know we're not going to probably meet your full demands, but you got a team ready to go, and I got you the best wideout you can possibly get on the open market. Come in tomorrow, let's talk about it, see if we can maybe bridge a gap and see where your thoughts are at at that point. Wouldn't that go more than you sitting out and basically saying to yourself, I'm going to waste our entire free agent process because I'm going to hold your money here and tell Noir we don't have any money for anybody else if we have to sign you to this deal. Like, that doesn't go over well with a quarterback because, granted, Lamar Jackson wants his money. It's the same as anybody else, Kevin. But Lamar Jackson also wants him to be like, hey, you know what? Uh, everybody else got a lot of money, too, and is still getting football players put around them. I love that point by you. I absolutely do. The, the Ravens are doing nothing yes. to make Lamar feel wanted. <laughs> like, oh, we, we got to get a new offensive coordinator in here, and, and Lamar's going to be a part of that. Uh, but by the way, uh, the offensive coordinator's never once spoke to, to Lamar in his life. And Eric Piami was out there, and yeah. he's now with Washington. Huh? Like, oh, there's, some, there's a lot of wide receivers coming off of the board. The Ravens have been linked to precisely zero wide receivers. Yeah. Zero of them. Which, and, and again, this is the, the, the wildest part of this whole thing. Not only 
do I really believe Lamar should no longer want to play there? And I don't think he wants to play there. And it's you know maybe been it's kind of been reported in a way that he doesn't want to play there. <laughs> I'm not really sure Baltimore even wants this guy. Like the Ravens might be like, man, we kind of keep the books clean and keep paying defensive guys and you know focus in on young quarterback. We'll be fine without Lamar. Like how this is still going on is just so beyond me. When it looks like neither side wants the other one. They should have just went Vegas Raiders and be like, hey, by the way, we're just going to not even uh, put a tag on him and let him go get the open market. We'll see if he wants to come back to us when we try to match it. Because other, if Lamar hit the open market, we wouldn't have to worry about offer sheets coming in. Lamar would be going from city to city, racking up contracts and being like, hey, you know what? This is the place I actually want to be. And Baltimore going like, oh, well, we'll match. Yeah, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Like it, just, it almost is to the point where the Ravens don't want Lamar Jackson but we're not dumb enough to think like, well, hey, if somebody's going to sign him, we'll get the two first-round picks. And everybody's going like, no, we're not doing your legwork, and you're not getting any picks here. Like, it's like a disaster scenario. It is. Okay, but to give the Ravens one compliment, actually, and this is the different, like, the Ravens, I think, would still mostly qualify as a very well-ran organization. And here's the difference. They're not going to allow themselves to be the Raiders. The Raiders lose Derek Carr, get nothing for They're like, look, we don't want, we don't want Lamar, and he doesn't want us. But in zero world, does he walk into that building and we're not getting multiple first-round picks? Because they're competent. Because imagine they lost Lamar for nothing. They, they automatically become the worst franchise in football until further notice. You can't lose Lamar for nothing. And they're too well-ran to allow that to happen. Yes. And, and, but I was just being almost like facetious in that point going, well, if you really don't want him, just get rid of him and move on and spend money elsewhere. Yeah. But the fact that there's a legitimate chance that they could just ruin their entire offseason and they're like laughing behind closed doors is that's what they wanted. Like you're really going to go in the next year with Huntley, your quarterback, because you know what's going to happen. Month is going to go by. The draft is going to go by. The Miami Dolphins aren't calling because if that was the whole end game, like, oh, Dolphins going to, you know, call you after the draft because they have two first rounds. It's like, no, that's right. why they have two attacker by Loa and re-upped them. If they didn't, you would know something was up at that point. But now you're going to have the worst case scenario is a disgruntled player. He's not coming back to play for $32 million. Quite frankly, he might not have been coming back on the franchise tag and just never signed it and said, you're either going to pay me or I'm going to sit out and carry this into next year, where nobody wins at that point. Lamar loses, the Ravens lose altogether. That's what I'm waiting to see because if you're far apart on the money, it's apparent they're not going to meet halfway. And I would love the Ravens to go, hey, well, we tagged them and we expect them to be here for $32 million. That's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I... It is a bit of a shame that we have two superstar quarterbacks likely almost assuredly on the move this offseason, but we've not really been able to sink our teeth into the finality of it in Rodgers and Lamar. Instead, we're, we're left with this like you know kind of fatigue around two guys where, again, like I kind of had a moment, I think you maybe as well, where it's like, that's ah, actually isn't Rodgers' fault as much as we thought it was, that this deal isn't done yet? And, you know, <laughs> look, how much is Lamar to blame here? To some degree, sure, right? Like, there's always ownership in, in the process for the player, but it, it's just we're going to be talking Lamar and Rodgers' landing spots for at least, like, another month or two, it feels, and it's just going to get to a point where it's just going to be a major eye roll. 
No, it is. And uh, I just also wish Lamar had an agent because I do think they would help facilitate a move in or out of Baltimore. You'd be able to hear more information about what's going on. Like the agent would leak to a prominent beat writer. Hey, look, man. Came back at the Ravens. Ravens, there's no there's no budge. The Ravens aren't moving off it. That's where we stand, as opposed to a smiling or a laughing or a crying emoji out of Lamar because he's the agent. Ha, ha, ha. What does that mean, Lamar? What do you mean? Like, share with us. Like, d- yeah. tell somebody. And when is his one-on-one interview where he just blasts the Ravens? Is that coming up soon? Yeah, I don't know. Is that when he, like, le- Lamar's going to end up with the greatest 30 for 30 uh, of all time at this, with the way things are, are transpiring here. I- I'm all about the solo Lamar interview, sit down by himself. He should do it like an SNL sketch. He's like the interviewer and the interviewee or something yeah. like that. Just like because... puts on dreadlocks in one scene, the other scene he doesn't have the dreadlocks. You know, he's answering questions back and mm-hmm. forth to himself, acting yeah. like it's not himself. Be tremendous yeah. stuff. Throws on a bla- throws on a blazer yeah. to ask the yeah, questions. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's, one guy's in a t-shirt, one guy's in a blazer. Sure, not work out not, that way. Listen, we we've seen we've seen mixtures like that plenty of times, and it comes <laughs> off great. And also, right? you know what I need out of Lamar Jackson? Like, please, something like the Colts. Let's just say it's the Colts. Are we down to the Colts, it feels like? Is that what it is? Uh, or could in the middle of the night, like, the Jets just pivot out of nowhere? Like, you know what? Forget this. We're, we're ready to win, and I'm going after Lamar Jackson. Because, quite frankly, I'd rather see Lamar Jackson, a Jet, than Aaron Rodgers, just because of the longevity chance. And I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But are we down to the Colts, and the Colts are just, like, lukewarm? Yeah, I guess it's just, again, the only positive of the Colts is that we can't rule the Colts out. Yes. Apparently, like that's mm-hmm. what the Colts' big big advantage has been in, in this market here. But I actually, you're again, like if Lamar is going to do this all through Twitter, can he start tweeting at like at Colts? Are you calling Hopkins? Like you know what I mean? Can we get the at Colts? How's Michael Pittman looking in camp? At Colts, yeah. what are we thinking at four overall? Like, can we get stuff like that going? Yeah, like at Colts, I just missed your call. Give me five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, just stir it up. Oh, no doubt. So we can get now, something to get after. Now, if now him tweeting out, "Wow, didn't expect that call." Yes, uh, like give give me a minute. Yeah. Now that would be super vague, but like how? Like man, just got off the phone with Jerry. That yeah. was interesting. Yeah. Now, now Twitter yeah. explodes. Yes, or just something like uh, the Colts would put out like a highlight of like Jonathan Taylor like rehabbing, and then like Lamar hits you with the eye emoji, like mm-hmm. oh whoa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, ooh, that would good. be good stuff. But also, one last point on Lamar. Here's what I'm waiting for, I need, Kevin. Colts, sign him to an offer sheet. Then Lamar does the interview and just blasts the Ravens and the mm-hmm. city. Doesn't want anything to do with them. And it's like, you know what? This is the – I had to go scorched earth to get out of the Ravens. I love Baltimore. I love the te- my teammates. But this is business now. I go, hey, what do you think about the Ravens? They better not accept that. They accept, you know what? They accept the offer. I'm not even showing up. Like, I, I can't retire. stand that place. Exactly. I'm going to retire. You know, I even talked to Aaron Rodgers. We might get a podcast going. We might both retire at the same time. You know, I need that because that's what he'll have to do. Because if you want to dissuade your organization, Kevin, from signing you, start bad-mouthing them live on the air. Yeah, we need that. We need that. that that's the energy. It's at this point. But that's the direction we're going. It does seem. Yeah. There's bad blood and, and fallout. and Man, we got to exactly. make sure wherever he goes, Baltimore's on the schedule. Exactly. It takes me back to 2020 on the grid when I wasn't here yet. And K-Dub, bad mouth in the grid. Wow. Get out of here. I mean, come wow. on. Wow, don't do that. I had to talk him back off the ledge behind don't the scenes, people. We will be back. Hour number one about to be wrapped up. JP, he's on the hot seat. Come on. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Get after it here. One quick segment before the top of the hour, we find out where JP's going. Now, JP, what'd you do last night? What happened here? Win, loss, tie? Win, I took the Nuggets on the spread. Oh, yeah. That was nice. He did take that. Nuggets oh, nice. Roll. Nice, nice game out of Jokic yesterday. Had a nice NBA night. Now, tonight, oh, man, oh, there are some odds boosts. Tonight, where are we going, JP? College basketball, NBA, parlay. What do we got? Yeah, it's, it's college basketball season. And why pick one of the games when I could just parlay them all for tonight? Whoa. Whoa. Did I just hear that correctly here? We're going to yeah. parlay every game tonight. Four sides? Man. It's all money line, but yeah, four sides. Oh, well, that's good ROI too. That's not like you're laying like you know fourteen points, which are just taking the money line. That, that's a nice paying one. Michigan State, Kansas State, Arkansas, Connecticut, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, Gonzaga, UCLA. Ah. So, what's our guess approach here? Because we obviously know all of the games. We just have to like, do you want to take turns? Because I don't know if all we're the get higher it seeds. Uh, see, that's it's. I think each game's gonna have to have its own rhyme or reason. No, I think JP is going Michigan State, UConn, Tennessee, and I'll go Gonzaga. He's gonna go. That's I I'm think he's going. gonna be on FAU. Is like my wow money yeah, line. Like, wow. Yeah, like that'll be my big prediction. Is that the parlay mm. will include mm. FAU? That's mm. yeah, because I could see the parlay including FAU non money line. But money line might no, be but because that because that pumps it up. That pumps it up. That's how you yeah. get that big payday there, right? If that's if that's the goal, and if you're parlaying, that probably is the goal, right? Like here's and here's what JP is going to do: Kansas State, Connecticut, Florida Atlantic, Gonzaga, nine to one, nine to Bang. one. <laughs> yeah. Yo, there you go. Winners coming up in hour number two. It's getting closer, people, to tip off. Four games tonight, four games tomorrow. JP is going crazy. He's going to parlay four games. 
Which four is he going to parlay? Come on back and find out hour number two up next. Money Live! SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.